the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And ladies and gentlemen, as you know, on this radio show, uh, I want to help you. Uh, We want to equip you. We want to help your life be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That's why uh, Lee and I show up every Monday through Friday right here at uh, Freedom 1570 from uh, 11 to 12, uh, you know, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time to teach you how you work. Remember, man's a three-part being. Uh, we have a body. It's a machine. And you got to know how the machine runs. How do you create experience? How do you turn yourself on? How do you turn yourself off? How do you make yourself sick? How do you empower yourself? How do you disempower yourself? Right? You got to know that. Uh, because you have the keys to the kingdom. And then you got to know how the mind works because the mind runs the body and the battle is in the mind to transform your thinking, to not conform to the thinking patterns of this world, to hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, to focus only on those things that are good and pure, to guard your heart for all the issues of life stem from it. And the heart, of course, you talk about the primary focus. Your primary focus is where your heart is. That is where your treasure is. What do you desire the most? What do you fear the most? What do you crave the most? What do you think about the most? What do you yearn for? What do you hunger and thirst for? That is your idol. That is what you seek after. And so, but then you've got to realize that brings us to the third piece of us, that we are spiritual beings having a fleshly experience. After the flood, the lifespan was limited to 120 years. But let's be honest, most of us will live uh, 60 to 85 years on this planet until Jesus comes back to get us, uh, and then we'll die. And then it's appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. And so I deal with all three pieces. But uh, one of the big things I work with is I work to get you out of the passenger seat into the driver's seat, because we work on the unconscious level pretty well. Matter of fact, we are unconscious creatures. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. And the rest is done at the unconscious level. We've all driven home before without realizing how we drove home. Yet we stopped at all the stops, turned at all the turns, and voila, there we were. But we were standing in front of our house, we're sitting in front of our house, in our car, and we're going, wow, I'm here at my house. But I don't remember stopping or driving. I don't remember any of the drive at all. I remember getting in my car, and then all of a sudden I'm home. Now, we're not talking about drug or alcohol-induced, right? We're talking about an unconscious activity. 
and we are so good at driving home that we are what's called consciously competent, unconsciously competent, I'm sorry, unconsciously competent, which is the fourth level of learning, which is the highest level of learning. It's mastery. When you're unconsciously competent, you don't know what you know, and so you can do it on autopilot. That's how we drive home without realizing how we drive home. That's how our marriages die, how we lose our first love of God. And so I got to deal with the spiritual component as well, because otherwise we just unconsciously go through life, and then before we know it, we're going to find out if there is a God. And so I deal with all three pieces, and I teach you how you work so that you can get out of the pasture seat and get in the driver's seat, because we work well on autopilot. But I'm going to tell you what, we work far, far better when we're in the driver's seat. Because it's situational leadership. Because the terrain changes, the environment changes, the people in our lives changes, the situations change, the, the difficulties change. The, we could be going up on the undulating line of life at one moment, and then we're going down on the undulating life in another moment. And so it's a different circumstance, which requires different leadership abilities, which requires a different focus, which might require different tools. So that's what we do on this radio show. We teach work. We get your noggin working because we have one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate and that is our brain. But if you don't use it, you will lose it. It's called atrophy. And here's the problem. We are losing our brains. We are because we're not using them. We're being told what to think. We're being told what to do. We're being told what, when to leave or when to stay home. We're being told who to hang out with. We're being told what is right, what is wrong. And so today I want to take a look at this list. And I mean, last week, here in Texas, a screwed-up 18-year-old kid shot his grandmother in the face and then went to a school, an elementary school, and killed 19, 19 other students and two adults. And the world's on upheaval. America's crying out and blaming this and blaming that. It's time we get to what's really going on. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I want you to understand the importance of early learning. The wisest man in the history of the world, Solomon, said, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. See, it's called wiring. It's called innate. It's called making it part of your genetic code. By the time a child is five years old, Dr. Alfred Adler says the majority of their map of realities in place, the core structure of their belief system. That's why it's also said a dog returns to its vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. Don't you hear? Why? Why do these things happen? Because the importance of early learning. See, a dog is wired. It's called innate. A pig is wired. It's called innate. A cat is wired. It's called innate. We human beings are wired. It's called innate. And then it's called grooming. It's called programming. And early learning is the most important because God tells us this. Train up a child in the way he should go. In other words, put it in their hardcore. Put it in their foundation. Put it in the structure when they're little. Because they might go away. And it's like a compass. The value of a compass is you can get off course, but you can get right back on course. And so a dog returns his vomit, a sow after cleaning herself returns the mire. Why? See, the importance of early learning. 
Dr. Alfred Adler, renowned psychotherapist, founder of the first school of individual psychology, again stated that by the time a child is five years old, the majority of their map reality is in place. See, as children, our hearts, our minds are ripe. They are fertile grounds for creating the foundation for the rest of our lives. This is why there's a battle for our hearts and minds for, of our little children. That's why I address you when I uh, talk to you every day in my da- Way of Warrior blog. You can go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. And I address it to you as three roles, as a leader, as a warrior, and as a conduit. And this is why. See, as children, our hearts and minds are ripe. They are fertile for the rest of their life because they are creating a foundation, a structure of belief systems that will guide the rest of their lives. This is why there's a battle for the hearts and minds of our little children. Who's protecting the children from the narrative police? And today I want you to understand the machinations of creating the narrative. We talk about the narrative, right? The narrative is the central frame. It's the, it's the message, if we're the underlying message of everything else. It is the life script. See, and life scripts are similar to frames. As human beings, we create stories to help make sense of the world. Stories run through time like our lives. We put ourselves in a place, the protagonist or other place, feeling what it may be like. See, we, we tell ourselves the story of our life, and this becomes our life script. It starts in childhood where we weave our perceptions of ourselves and the world around us and into a narrative about what we can do and will do. And these life scripts then continue to have a deep and unconscious effect on how we live our lives. They affect the decisions we make. They control what we think, what we could easily do, what we could never do. They shape our self-image, and yet we seldom realize where they come from or even do not know that they exist at all. And right now, there is a battle. Warrior, you've got to fight for the innocence of your children because they're being programmed and the program in place at five and six dictates the rest of their life parents you got to be aware of this teachers you got to be aware of this and today we're going to talk about this because this is the battle going on we're going to talk about logotherapy we're going to talk about how the brain works we're going to talk about early childhood development because that's what matters and we're going to talk about this thing called grooming which could also be called modeling that's what we're doing today on like it matters radio So we'll be back in a couple minutes talking about creating the narrative on Like It Matters Radio. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish. And we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today, I want you to understand the importance of early learning. Remember Solomon who said, train up a child in the way uh, that he should go. Uh, even when he is old, he will not depart from it. In other words, it's, 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 it's deep. You know, the greatest commandment in the Bible is to remember. It's not about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's not about idols. It's not about murder and adultery. The number one commandment is to remember who God is and who is man that God should. Wow, isn't that powerful? You put the wrong and fastest on the wrong syllable. Who is man that God, right? You could say it that way. Or who is man that God? It's stunning. We're saying the same words but a different emphasis on a different syllable. And you see how it changes all the meaning in the world? You got to get this. When you train up a child in the way he or she should go, even when they are old, they will not depart from it. In other words, it's part of their bones. It's part of their wiring. When you do uh, uh, flip houses, you buy a rundown, dilapidated uh, house, you rebuild it, you clean it up, and then you sell it for a huge profit. And what makes it doable and more profitable is if that house has good bones. You ever hear that? Structure. Good structure. Oh, yeah, the walls might be falling apart. Oh, yeah, this might be bad, but it's got good bones. See, that's why what you put in a child when they're young, you're putting their bones in them. You're putting structure in them. That when all the world throws chaos at them and they all of a sudden are confused and lost and got the dysphoria of being a teenager, the dysphoria of being a young adult, or being a dysphoria of being a godly man or woman in an ungodly world. It's then that we get broken down 
And you can tell a man's religion in time of despair because he goes back to what he knows. And so that's why you got to be careful what you put in a child in their early development. Because by the time a child is five years old, Dr. Alfred Adler said, the majority of their map reality is in place. See, as children, our hearts and minds are ripe. They are the fertile grounds for creating the foundation for the rest of our lives. This is why there's a battle for the hearts and minds of our little children. Who's protecting the children? This is our job. Again, stunning that people could rage and cry out that a hurt and 18-year-old kid went to a school and shot 19 children to death. I'm not justifying anything, but the pain that that 18-year-old had, the abuse, the molestation. How did this 18-year-old boy who wasn't living with his mother and father, who was being raised by a grandmother, who was poor but yet had a brand new truck and had tens of thousands of dollars of weapons, where did all that stuff come from? And as soon as it happened, we knew it was a racial attack. All of a sudden, the media, the president, everybody's there. Oh, this racism cannot stand white people hating black people. Don't you hear it? All this programming. This is why there's a battle for our kids. This is why the whole thing. This is why when we go into school districts, when we see our kids being taught perversion, see our kids being taught that it's okay, and you don't think this is happening? You don't think so? Well, I got some evidence. Remember, I laid out a case like a prosecuting attorney. So there's this book series, the big series of books uh, for kids, and my little boy, Benaya, is a avid reader, seven years old, reads at a fourth or fifth grade level, seven going on 17. So it started with Captain Underpants, uh, and as the guy's writer, Dave Pilkey, or Dav Pickley, I think it's D-A-V, but there's no E, I don't know if it's being silly, but Dave Pickley, and this one's the 12th epic novel by Captain Underpants, and it's by Caldecott Honor Artist, but he's also got this thing called Cat Kid or Cat Boy. I don't know, or a dog man. So there's like three or four, and they're all basically the same farcical. So I got my son this book. He was so excited about it. We had to go to Sam's to get it, and it was well, Captain Underpants. He's been getting the dog man and the cat kid or something like that. There's three of them now by da- this Dave Pilkey guy, and he writes to the little kids. And then I'm looking over his shoulder, and I see the strangest thing. I see chapter two, and I look over. It says the GOP guarantee. I'm like, GOP? I'm a conservative. I was the head of the college Republicans at UNLV. I was the state chairman for the college Republicans at UNLV. I studied politics. I know what GOP stands for. It stands for Grand Ole Party. The first person to run as a Republican was Abraham Lincoln. His party was just formed. The first president to ever get elected representing the Grand Ole Party was Abraham Lincoln. The first 23 black federal legislators were all Republicans, 23, first 23, U.S. senators, U.S. congressmen, all Republicans. It was Republicans, the Grand Ole Party, that signed the Emancipation Proclamation, freed the slaves. It was the Republican Party, the Grand Ole Party, that gave women the right to vote. It was the Republican Party, the Grand Ole Party, that passed the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act. Just think about that. It's the grand old party. And so I'm figuring, what is this guy talking about the GOP to six years old and seven year old? And it's called Captain Underpants and the Sensational Saga of Sir Stinks-A-Lot. 
And in chapter two, it says the GOP tariff guarantee. And it goes through a lot of stuff. And it says, in the interest of pleasing all the grouchy old people. See, that's what he defined GOP as. GOP wants them to know, stands for grouchy all people. And they're always going to cause a problem with everything. They're not that smart. Uh, they're kind of stupid. They're just grouchy old people. They're the GOP. Now, this six and seven-year-old are learning GOP, GOP, GOP means grouchy old people. And then it goes on to say, now, here's a, a book for six-years-old, seven-year-olds, eight-years-old. So this venture will contain references to healthcare, gardening, Bob Evans restaurants, hard candies, Fox News. Yeah, they're already teaching people that Fox News is bad. Matter of fact, chapter four, four is called Smart Earth. And here's what it says, as any scientist will tell you, we exist in an ever-expanding multiverse with an infinite number of stars and planets. One of those planets which orbits around the center star in Orion's belt is called Smart Earth. Smart Earth is almost identical to our Earth, except everyone who lives on Smart Earth is genius. The reason everyone on Smart Earth is so smart is that the entire planet is made up of an element called Zygo Gogo Zizzle 24. Zygo Gogo Gizzle 24 is a slightly radioactive substance that combined with aromatic matter, more Morphing into complex organisms and be mixed with mayonnaise and dill pickle relish to create a both tasty salad dressing and a clean burning fuel source with enough power to light a whole city. One of the remarkable side effects of being in close proximity to Zygos Gogo Zizzle 24 is that it makes people much smarter. Even though there's a uh, smart earth is inhabited by geniuses, it still has a lot of similarities to our earth. They have McDonald's, although it's called smart McDonald's. They have smartphones, which are called smart smartphones. Ready for this? And they've got the Huffington Post, which is called the Huffington Post. So my little boy is learning. Huffington Post is good for smart people. Fox News is bad for only stupid people. Uh, and that GOP is just a bunch of grumpy old people who just want to mess things up. Did I tell you my kid was reading a book called Captain Underpants and the Sensational Saga of Sir Stinks-A-Lot? And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't get that's why it's programming, how about this one? North Carolina preschool uses LGBT flashcards depicting a pregnant man to teach kids colors. See, so here we are. I got four-year-olds and five-year-olds, and they got little flashcards. And you know what the left is doing? You know what the woke? They're putting flashcards with pregnant men, married couples with two women kissing, holding hands, two boy, men and a baby like the Buddha judges, you know, like they're in the hospital with their bibs on their babies, holding their babies, and they're getting maternity leave. These two guys who just adopted a baby boy. That's going to work out well. So North Carolina preschool, uh, preschool uses LGBT flashcards depicting pregnant man. And yet another sign, this is from, uh, I don't know what this is from. I'm so sorry. Epoch Times. Epoch Times. I apologize. Epoch Times. And yet another sign that American public schools have been infested with toxic leftist ideology. North Carolina. Now, North Carolina is a red state that they're turning to turn it blue because all black people, you realize all black people have to vote Democrat. They have to stay on the plantation. They can't think for themselves, and they can't take care of themselves, right? This is what the Democratic Party's telling you. They're just victims. They're just victims who need everybody's protection because they're nothing without a white man helping them, right? We all know that's not racist, right? 
So in yet another sign that the American public schools have been infested with toxic leftist ideology, a North Carolina preschool is under fire after a teacher used flashcards featuring LGBTQ themes, including a card depicting a pregnant man, to teach children about colors. The shocking incident was revealed in a May 27th news release from Representative Tim Moore, Republican Speaker of the North Carolina House. This week, Aaron... Pear, a Republican from Wake, received an email from a concerned constituent alerting her of the use of LGBTQIA plus theme flashcards, including a card with the depiction of a pregnant man. Teachers use flashcard songs, blocks, and many other pedagogical devices to imprint fundamental knowledge on children's brains. Listen carefully. This is a psychological statement. This isn't opinion. Just like in the Bible, there's no book of opinion. Right here, this is not opinion. This is stated fact. Teachers use flashcard songs, blocks, and many others pedagogical devices to imprint. Hear that? That's how belief gets in. It gets imprinted on their brain, stamped. Fundamental knowledge uh, on a child's brain, which is why it's important to deter insidious indoctrination at any level of education, but particular in the primary grades. Now, the principal was contacted by his representative pair and uh, alerted the constituents' concern, and that teacher took action. The principal found the stack of cards in a preschool classroom, verified, verified with the teacher they'd been used, and then removed them. They were against policy. The principal immediately took possession of cards, contacted the WCPSS area superintendent, and engaged human resources. The principal expressed appreciation. Ladies and gentlemen, they are working to program our kids because they want you to believe that all this wacky stuff that God says is sin, that God says is wrong, that God says abomination is normal. There's nothing wrong with it. It's okay. And they want our kids to be inundated with it at a young age. Warriors, time to step up. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. 
Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today we are talking about creating the narrative. You know, we always talk about controlling the narrative, understanding the narrative, expanding the narrative. But you know what no one ever asks? When does the narrative begin? And the narrative begins in the womb. Remember, we are creatures that are creating experience. Experience comes in five coordinates. This is the basic NLP. Uh, Our brain is a sensory-based organ. This is not some new age mumbo-jumbo crap. This is not philosophy. This is life. This is science. Follow the science. We create experience through our senses. The only way you know anything, how do you know anything in life? How do you know that I'm a good-looking guy? How do you know if Lee's pretty good with his voice on the radio? How do you know if that restaurant can do their job pretty good? How do you know if that guy sitting across from you, that girl sitting next to you, has good hygiene or not? How do you know anything in life? Through your senses. They're your input zones for your experience. You see things, and they become part of your experience. You hear things or say things that become part of your experience. You feel things both tactile and emotionally and they become part of your experience. You smell things and it becomes part of your experience. You taste things and they become part of your experience. The five senses, auditory, visual, kinesthetic, olfactory, gustatory. Every single memory you have is stored in one or many of the five senses. There's absolutely no other way to codify experience than in the five senses. And so children, when they're in the womb, remember from the, what is it, I think 11th to 21st weeks, your fingerprints come in. At the same time, your lobes of your brain come in in utero. And the trauma, the drama of that parent, if there's a troubled pregnancy, if she's doing drugs, if there's a lot of anger and hatred in the relationship, she's being abused, All that is creating an environment that the body is then taking all that in and is creating that child. It's creating that child as a byproduct of the mother and her experience. And this is what's happening. This is why children who in the first trimester have trauma, have drama through the mother, have psychological problems. 
where the mother is drinking, that child can have fetal uh, alcohol syndrome. Where if there's a lot of abuse, physical or verbal going on, that that kid could wake up with PTSD, could come out of the womb already with PTSD, traumatized, fear of a voice, fear of a loud noise. See, we're only born with two fears. There's only two innate fears, the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. Everything else is BS, belief system. It's learned. And as children, we are fertile soil. So I keep saying that. We're taking everything in. And I'll cover logotherapy and why that matters. See, this is why what's going on matters, people. Because all the experiences that we go through are programming us. We are little meaning makers. When we go into logotherapy, I'll go into this at the end of the segment and the next segment. This is how we work. But it's not just these books that are programming us. It's experience. Right? Train Train up a child in the and when he is old, he will never depart. In other words, he'll come back to it. It's part of his foundation. But what if that is corrupt? What if you train up a child in the way of the Lord, and while he's in church or she's in church, she's molested or abused? What if that child goes on a mission treatment with their family, and while on a mission treatment serving God by a man of God, by a woman of God, they're sexually assaulted, sexually abused, which happens all the time? Then notice how they all of a sudden twist their association with God with perversion, their association with God. Why do you think there's so many hypocrites? Why do you think people use as an example why they want nothing to do with God? Because somebody else who supposedly walked with God was pretty disgusting. It happens all around us. Here's an article I got today. It's just breaking. Indiana woman whose pastor had sex with her at 16 describes years of grooming finally opening up to family. Indiana native Bobby Gephardt ascended the stage of a Warsaw church to which she had dedicated decades of her life, including her formative years, donning a T-shirt and ripped pants. The North Manchester resident is the first to admit the attire was not what she would wear to church because she wasn't planning on being there. I had family members text me saying, you need to get to church. You should be there. They need to hear your story. She recalled to Fox News Digital. I was not ready for church. I just threw my sandals on and told my niece uh, that was here to take me. Gephardt's husband, Nate, had planned on confronting the New Life Christian Church and World Outreach's beloved pastor, John B. Lowe II himself, about how the longtime clergyman had sex with Bobby when she was only 16. Instead, that Sunday, May 22nd, was the day Bobby revealed the truth with Nate by her side. What I wanted was freedom, she said during a Zoom call, and for my husband to know my heart and for people to not to be lied to anymore. We took it upon ourselves and went right to the stage without anybody's permission and took the mic. Quote, everything I knew was that church. My whole life was that church. I went to school at that church. It was my foundation, that church. Just moments before Gephardt confronted the crowd about what had happened when she was a teenager, Lowe offered his own version. So undoubtedly, he knew what was happening. Quote, I committed adultery. It was nearly 20 years ago. I continued far too long, he said. It involved one person. There's no other nor any other situation unbecoming conduct for the last 20 years. I will not use the Bible to defend or protect myself. I have no defense. I committed the adultery. He went on for several minutes. Bobby and Nate are seeing the video, standing and looking on as the pastors continue his speech. The Gephardts are then seen stepping on stage. Quote, if you love us, please let us talk, Nate said. Bobby then begins. This is the woman who was, had sexual intercourse at 16 with her pastor. Quote, for 27 years, I lived in a prison. It was not 20 years. 
I've lived in a prison of lies and shame, lying to protect the low family. For years, I thought I was a horrible person, having suicidal thoughts, not realizing what had been truly done to me, that I was the victim. Gephardt tells the audience she was, would still be in prison if her brother had not confronted her earlier in the month about what he had seen as a teenager that bothered him all these years. His pastor, in bed with his younger sister, a T-shirt and underwear on, she says, according to the video. She tells the church others knew, but did not come forward out of fear. They have come forward now. The lies and manipulation have to stop, she says. I was a prisoner, and you kept me in your prison. I'm a prisoner no longer. Ladies and gentlemen, the study of epigenetics. Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Bruce Lipton, the book Biology of Belief. One's a Christian, one's a not Christian. They both are foundational in the study of epigenetics. In the study of epigenetics, Dr. Bruce Lipton realized that technically we are a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. See, ladies and gentlemen, we've always believed that the nucleus drove the cell. But the book about 12 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, Biology of Belief, a bestseller by Dr. Bruce Lipton, he says everything we believe about what drove a cell is wrong. He says it's not. It's not the nucleus that drives the cell. He says it's the cell membrane. Now, I'm just, I'm not wanting to impress you with my molecular, molecular knowledge. So please, that's not what I'm doing here. This is a mic drop. You need to get what the doctor's saying. Remember, we've been told to follow all the lies and it's been justified by, quote, follow the science. You know, follow the science. There's no science. It's only political science, not real science. Science says there are two genders. Science says life begins at conception, not birth. So we're supposed to follow the science, right? And science tells us how we work. And so you got to understand that we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And you know what the greatest environment is? Is in our head. Because we live there 24-7. In the study of epigenetics, we know that we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And those thoughts can make us sick. The body releases 63 known chemicals based on what we're thinking, based on our physiology, specifically our eye placement in relation to our physiology, and our breathing. And those 63 chemicals in combination thereof make us feel Make us feel excited, make us feel depressed, make us feel turned on, make us feel turned off. And they are being released by things we have control over. We have control of our thoughts. If you don't like what you're thinking, change it. Get in the driver's seat. We have control of the thoughts in our head. We can scratch those CDs, break those LPs, pull on that 8-track or that, that cassette track. Homie, don't play that. When you put a big scratch in a CD, homie, don't play that. When you break that LP in half, homie, don't play that. When you rip that tape out of that cassette player, homie, don't play that. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time for some of us to look ourselves in the mirror and scratch that thing and say, homie, don't play that. During World War II, after World War II was over, uh, something happened in the Philippines. See, the Philippines is thousands of little islands, like 7,000 little islands. And when the Americans ruled it, what they did is they put U.S. soldiers, I mean, they, I mean, when the Japanese controlled it, they put Japanese soldiers on these little islands uninhabited. And after the war had ended, there was one island that still had a soldier on it. 
and the soldier wound up killing uh, farm animals. Actually, wound up there was like six to seven people he killed, and they couldn't figure out what it was. And and they set up sharpshooters to take out this person. And they finally realized that there was a soldier on that island, a Japanese soldier, who still believed that the war was going on. And so he was still fighting a war that had been over for over 20 years. He was operating under a totally different belief system. Once they finally uh, got this guy to understood it, it took a lot of effort to make this guy understand the war was over. They brought him back to Japan. And you know what they did in Japan? They didn't make him a, 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 a criminal. They didn't make him a, a, put him on public display as a freak of nature. They made him a hero. You know what they said to him, the country of Japan said to that young man, that warrior? He said, well done, soldier. But the war is over. Ladies and gentlemen, we put in belief systems. We put up walls. We put up structures to get us through our lives when we're five and six and seven and eight years old. And some of us are still running on old programs, old belief systems, old processes that no longer serve us well. And I want you to know, we've got to go back to the narrative. And go back to when that narrative was created and recreate a different narrative. I'm Black. After the break, we'll cover how to do that. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Hi, Mike Hilborn here with Roof to Deck Restoration. Let us extend the life of your wood fence. Roof to Deck uses low pressure to clean and brighten the wood. Then we stain your fence so it will last for years. Bring your wood fence back to life. Get a free quote now at RoofToDeck.com. That's RoofToDeck.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was 
completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and today we're talking about creating the narrative. Where does this narrative get created? And by the way, uh, I'd love to hear from our graduates and from guests, uh, listeners. Thank you so much for chiming in. Yes, we do have upcoming classes. You can go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. To read about the upcoming classes, and uh, this is the last day of May, but uh, uh, the end of June, I'm going to be up in Minneapolis-St. Paul. So June 30th through July 2nd, we'll be in Minneapolis-St. Paul. we still got a couple uh, spots. We only allow 12 to 16 people in the class. So go to likeitmatters.net. After that, we have a July 21st through 23rd class here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And then August 13th through 15th, we have a class in Vegas, and it's getting ready to close. Uh, I think we're about 16 people in that class. So go to likeitmatters.net. And if you're interested in my daily scripture, uh, you go to uh, wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. And I love your questions. Thanks for sending them to me. Uh, You can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. That's M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmattersradio.com. So here's an article from Focus on the Family. Uh, April 20th, 2020, Jane Schooler, No One Loves Me, Changing a Child's Belief System from the Inside Out. Here's what the article says. Uh, Proverbs 23, 7, for as in child's in parentheses, because it says as a man thinks in his heart, but it says for as a child thinks in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, 7. Our belief system, how we think about ourselves, our relationships and the world around us becomes the very powerful core of who we are. What we think fuels our emotions and usually dictates our behavior. How our belief systems formed, ready? They are formed by the words we hear and the experiences we have. Our belief system sets the trajectory of our lives. Now, again, I don't know who Jane Schooler is. This is from Focus on the Family. Uh, This is true. This is all science. Follow the science. So origin of belief systems. Belief systems begin to form in the womb. Even before we are born, remember I told you this, we begin to experience life as we may encounter it after we're born. While in the womb, we hear it and implicitly experience our mother's world. For many developing babies, that world is safe and peaceful. For others, even the womb is unsafe. The developing brain of these babies may be flooded with stress hormones as a result of domestic violence or their mother's chronic depression or anxiety. Other children have already experienced starvation due to maltrition in the womb. So other children, because of the words their mother has spoken over them while still in the womb, are born implicitly believing they are not wanted. Think about this. You come out of the womb, and it's already in the belief system that you are not wanted. Even if one does not know the history of the child they are fostering or have adopted, one thing for certain is sure, something profoundly harmful has happened to them. This is one of the reasons why I've never been an adoptive parent, uh, a foster child, because I'm bringing in all the trauma, all the drama, all what they've seen, all what they've experienced in a dirty, dark home. 
and then having other kids, I was always worried about how that would affect my children. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you my concern. See, on many levels, children who have survived severe neglect have most likely developed a damaging belief system that says they do not exist or if we existed, my parents would see us and meet our needs. Meeting the need to be seen is foundational for healthy development. What have our children heard to create beliefs about themselves that say no one loves me? Words such as you're stupid, you're ugly, we never wanted you, uh, you are just uh, like your father, or even far worse than those, have sunk deeply into their heart. Research indicates that the deep emotional damage done by verbal abuse is just as severe as physical abuse. So if children have formed belief systems about themselves due to negative words and experiences, how do we help them renew their minds and form new belief systems? New belief systems that say you are loved, you are precious, you are important, you are special, God loves you. Instead of painful, abusive occurrences, uh, they get to play, they get to have laughter, they get to have nurture and structure, they get to love like they've never been loved before, they get to feel the love of God. And key takeaway from the article is what one believes sets the course of his life. This is what the article says. It says our belief system is created by the words we hear and the experiences we have. Now do you see now do you see why it's such a big deal? Why it's such a big deal? What's going on in the schools where we're panicking because someone brings a gun and blow, shoots and kills 19 children? But did you hear that 16-year-old girl? that her pastor was having sex with her for 20 years, said she was in prison. She uh, was suicidal, depressive, and yet she didn't have all that other trauma drama what many people do. This is what our childhood does. I was reading an article by Kirk Cameron. It was talking about public schools grooming kids. There's that word grooming. So what is grooming? What is grooming? In general, sexual abuse can be defined as sexual behavior uh, or a sexual act forced upon a woman, man, or child without their consent. It is widely recognized that many child sexual abuse victims will undergo a period of psychological preparation or behavioral conditioning. Did you hear that? Psychological preparation, teaching that it's okay, or behavioral conditioning, which is telling, don't tell anybody, don't tell your parents, this is between you and I. If other people knew, they wouldn't believe you. It's called grooming. What is grooming? Well, the Department of Justice, I know that matters not, the Office of Sex Offenders Sentencing, Monitoring, Apprehending, Registering, and Track the Smart defines grooming as, quote, a method used by offenders that involves building trust with a child and the adults around a child in an effort to gain access and time alone with him or her. Does it sound like our teachers? In extreme cases, offenders may use threats and physical force to sexually assault or abuse a child or tell them that your parents won't like you, no one will believe you, you'll be outcast. More common, though, are subtle approaches designed to build relationships with families. Quote, the offender may assume a caring role, befriend the child, or even exploit their position of trust and authority, teachers, to groom the child and or the child's family. Teachers, these individuals unintentionally build relationships with adults around a child or seek out a child who is less supervised by adults in his or her life. Teachers, this increases the likelihood that the offender's time with the child is welcomed and encouraged. Teachers. According to the American Bar Association Child Law Practices pages, the purpose of victim grooming by an abuser is sixfold or fivefold, I'm sorry, fourfold. 
manipulate the perception of the other adults around the child, manipulate the child into becoming a cooperating participant, which reduces the likelihood of disclosure and increases the likelihood that the child will repeatedly return to the offender, reduce the likelihood of the child being believed if they do disclose, and reduce the likelihood of the abuse being detected. That's what's going on in our schools. And yet we're all concerned when someone gets shot. But the fact that they're destroying our kids internally, making them depressed, making them a medical uh, uh, person for the rest of their life, make them have dysphoria for every day of their life, make them become a medical experience every day of their life is no big deal. Most recognizing authorities hold that grooming of both child and adult sexual abuse victims hold that grooming occurs in six stages. Stage one, targeting or selecting a victim. Stage two, gaining the victim's trust. Stage three, filling a social or psychological need of the victim. Stage four, isolating the victim. Stage five, sexual contact. Stage six, maintaining the abuser's control over the victim. That's what's going on. So Kirk Cameron said topics such as critical race theory were destroying children's education. Award-winning actor Kirk Cameron blasted America's public schools for becoming breeding grounds for far-left progressive agendas, including the lies of critical race theory, Nicole Hannah-Jones' 1619 Project, and gender ideology. The problem is that public school systems have become so bad, it's sad to say they're doing more for grooming, for sexual chaos, and the progressive left than any real. Think about this. All our marks in education are going down. Our math scores, our science scores, our reading scores. There are schools now that are predominantly black where the teachers say we should stop teaching math and science so our kids don't fail. See, all this is failing, but we're teaching them how to become a man if they're a, a woman. We're teaching them how to be okay with sexual, homosexual relationships. We're teaching them that's okay to be confused about your sexuality. And we're teaching them this at five and six years old. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. I don't care if you're blue or red. I don't care if you're pro-Trump or pro-Biden. This is the problem. Quote, the problem is that public school systems have become so bad. See, logotherapy. Logotherapy is a term used in Greek. It means logos and therapy logos beginning meaning it's a logotherapy is the pursuit of meaning in one's life read the book man search me dr victor franco's logotherapy is based on the premise that human beings are motivated by motivated by will to meaning we are little meaning makers and we are connecting those dots when we're five and six years old Ladies and gentlemen, one of the belief systems I taught my kids early on was that good people can do bad things. One of the greatest roles of a parent is to create the belief systems, the foundation, the structure that allows our kids to walk with God, to be healthy, happy, and productive citizens. One of the belief systems I taught my kids is that good people can do bad things because most people who are molested are molested by someone they know. I want them to know that just because Uncle Bob's a nice guy doesn't mean he can't do bad things. And my kids at some time in their life will do something wrong, will do something that's not right. And I want them to know that that does not make them a bad person. Good people can do bad things. We got to control the narrative, and we got to start early when the narrative is being created. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you help others. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does.
This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles. This is miles. a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-918-8302 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today, 800-918-8302. That's 800-918-8302. What do you have to lose? Call 800-918-8302. Again, 800-918-8302. Ringing. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.